Would you ever consider swapping sides? No, because you always put me on this side. This is naturally my bad side. And That's then... your bad side. Do you want to swap? No. Why? Because... My hips hurt from yesterday. I know from that you want it for your benefit, but you never wanted it for my benefit. <laughs> nah. I'm actually not swapping with you, going. Swap I'm not swap. swapping with you. Why? Because you're a wuss. Get over your hip and <laughs> no. sit down. Don't sit that side. Old man. No, my ankles are great now. You said... Yeah, next time. No, let's fight. Stop getting your way. You're just being you're... a little shit. I know, because you're not getting your way. I'm angry at you. Go sit yeah. on the other side. See what I have to deal with. <laughs> Welcome back to the... <laughs> 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 pillow for my head. I'm thinking that maybe we both sit on a pillow because it's not, it's, it's sitting back like without, like it makes me naturally hunt over and that's not good. Oh, I see so much better. Welcome back to the Relationship Mentors Podcast. My name is Mia Cherry and I am here with Charlie. And today we are going over the five things women need in a relationship that often get overlooked. And we're also going over how to ask for the small things in your relationship. But before we get into those statements, let's dive into a little catch up from the week. And I would love to actually ask Charlie, what is your favorite date mm. that you remember that you and I had? Like what's your favorite most... date of all time? Yes. With each other. <laughs> with each other. <laughs> That'd be a bit awkward. Um, the date was August the 30th last year, <laughs> 2023. And no, it was the year before that, wasn't it? Yeah. It was my first birthday of us yeah. together. At first I was like, that's a really specific date. Like, why do you... And then I was like, oh, okay. It's my birthday. It's your birthday. Yeah. Yeah. On my birthday, we... So I got spoiled in the morning, got some presents. It was really, really nice. Went out for breakfast as well. We went out for breakfast together. With me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, does that in context? <laughs> yeah, you're remembering more than me. And then we went up to Springbrook National Park, which is in the mountains here in the Gold Coast in Australia. And it's beautiful up there, rainforest vibes. And as we were walking up there, and as we were driving up, we saw a bunch of cars there. It looked like a festival. There's hundreds of cars there. And we kept driving and then security stopped us. And we're like, what's happening? They're like, oh, we're doing a film set here. So they were filming this Netflix documentary or this film. And we had to be stopped where this part where we crossed the river and we were stood there for like 10, 15 minutes. We were watching all the movie stuff playing out. And there was hundreds of people there, maybe like a thousand people there overall, filming this one scene. And they said the scene was only like three minutes long, but they've been up there for weeks and weeks trying to get this shot. It's like crazy. And then we saw this spaceship and then we saw these buildings that they made. These cars were in the river. Pausing on that, we saw this massive spaceship. It was huge. Like it was massive. Yeah. And it was so insane like it honestly looks so so cool and we were it was only, so random wasn't we were it? only a meter away from it because we had to walk past it yeah and it was insane it was honestly so big and i was like wow i've seen my first ever spaceship so cool yeah in the middle of the rainforest we're mm -hmm. literally up in the rainforest and then this spaceship was there and then all these actors and these thousands of staff were there and then we had to walk past that god the equipment must be like mm -hmm a million dollars worth of equipment there. The amount of cameras and stuff, the amount of props they set up. These cars were flip, flipped over in the river. They had Crazy. these massive, um, like, gas or, like, not gas, like, steam and fires and, like, things Yeah, happening. the special effects. There was so much happening. So we walked past there. We walked through it. We walked through it. We were it. escorted through. We were sorry. escorted through, <laughs> weren't we? So we were escorted through, and then we kept walking 
down this river all the way to the end where there's a creek and there's a waterfall. And then no one else was there because this movie set was obviously stopping a lot of people, but we got escorted through. They must have knew it was my birthday. <laughs> and then we're like, should we just go skinny dipping? We're like, okay, we'll go skinny dipping. <laughs> then we ended up just going skinny dipping in this creek in the middle of the rainforest in Australia. And if I've never skinny dipped in that, like I've skinny dipped in the ocean a couple of times, mm. but in the fresh water, I felt like, we felt like Adam and Eve, didn't we? Yeah. Like literally. the first humans on earth <laughs> and just butt naked swimming around in this creek in the middle of nowhere. Through the bushwalk, we were a well distance away from the we, hundreds of people filming. Yeah, we were nowhere near and the so, movie set by this yeah, point. It felt like we were so just like on earth by ourselves and no yeah. one else was around and it was so peaceful and... It literally felt like we had the earth to ourselves mm. where like no one else was around. We just, yeah, <laughs> it just felt like animals again, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's legit what yeah. it felt like. Like, this is what animals feel like. They never have to worry about clothes. They never have to worry about civilization. They just turn up, do whatever they want. Yeah, and not only that, care. like, the thing that I really liked about that date as well was the... See my white ass jump into the water. <laughs> this is going to be a bit more nicer than that. Oh. No, sorry, you have a beautiful bum. Um, but it was the dam or the pond, what do you call it? The creek. The cr Is that what it's called? I don't know. It's the like a water hole. Yeah, the water hole that we was swimming in it was so magical because it's like this it's just a circle almost like, and yeah. then it's a river that keeps going on however in that hole there's rocks that are so so high mm. and there's like a waterfall on top of another waterfall and it's just so small and like intimate and it's just so so beautiful and it's like what you see on those like mo the movies where people get lost on an island by themselves. And yeah. that's really what it felt like, especially seeing a movie set. Yeah, it's like a water day. hole and then cliff edges going up 40 meters and then rainforest at the top. And you can just see the sky through the rainforest in a hole. Mm. Yeah, it felt really cool. I hope you're painting the image in your head of me and I butt naked <laughs> in the middle of the rainforest in this creek. Enjoy that image. Um, oh, I think it was like, there was actually just hundreds of people a couple meters back. Was yeah, a while like, back then. yeah, a couple hundred meters. It was <laughs> probably a thousand people filming that movie. Yeah. They should have done a scene of us. That's a really sweet memory. Yeah, so we did that and then we went home and then we went to a spa that evening, didn't we? We did. Yeah. So, yeah. We had clothes on then. <laughs> through that whole day, it was like, it was our, I set up like an agenda the night before or the day of. Yeah. I think the day of, I set up an agenda for Charlie and his birthday. I was like, at this time, we're going out for breakfast with, with your best mate. And then we went back home. And then, I don't know if you did a bit of work or something in Probably. that meantime. And then after doing a few tasks, <clears> then we went for a bushwalk. And just happened that there was a movie set there, which just made the whole experience even better. Mm. And then when we came back, from the bushwalk, I gave you all your presents. Mm. And then, yeah, we went to the water, the spa in the afternoon or that evening. However, the spa, I feel like both of us were just exhausted at the end of we the day. But I just see it's like, oh, I didn't even need to. We could have done the spa on another day yeah. because it's like we had such a cool experience and the bushwalk was so much greater than I anticipated it being. Yeah. So then by the time, I think we were just, we both went to the spa, not necessarily wanting to go and just wanted to like probably spend the rest of the evening watching movies or like dinner. Mm. It was like we had already paid for it. And so we went 
but it wasn't as, as significant yeah. as the middle of the day. So that was my favorite date. Mia Cherry, what was your favorite date? Um, my favorite date would definitely have to be, I don't have the exact date of it. However, it was like near the beginning of our relationship. And now when I think about it, I think it had been before you even met my family at this point. Yeah. I think that we went to the Sunshine Coast for the weekend just to get away from the Gold Coast. And then on the way back, it's like our last day there. So we're traveling back to the Gold Coast. It was in this time that we ended up going for a bushwalk hook. And then as we were driving back, Charlie was driving and pulled over to get fuel. And then when he came back from fuel, he's like, I have a surprise for you. It's like, we're going skydiving in like 20 minutes. I'm like, what? That was so unexpected. And I forgot about this. Yeah, it's just like, it's not just the fact of <clears throat> you taking me skydiving. There's a lot more to the story that I'll get into. However, that alone was amazing like that was so mm. unexpected of like okay wow like what a massive moment to be able to go skydiving with your partner as like, i love skydiving so much i've gone twice three now. times now have i gone three times i, I think three times now. i feel like i've gone three times too but anyway, either way hey, i generally love skydiving so much and so the fact that i get to do that with my partner like new partner at that mm. time we were a couple of months in it felt so amazing and just like oh like I've always like it's such a sweet surprise and so that was really really cool then not only that as we're driving back home you once we got home I was like oh, I was really wanting to wash my car obviously we had only just started dating ish so we were coming back to my place at that time and it was a Sunday so I'm like Sundays are my reset days it's when I get like, you know, unpack all my washing, my I clean my car, like I just reset everything. So on the way home, I was wanting to make sure that we stopped somewhere so I could wash the outside of my car. Mm. And then we showed up to this car wash thing. However, we didn't realize that you had to go into a different shop to pay for the car wash to then come back to this car wash in the separate building area to go through the car wash. And we were already lining up and we're already like in the lane to get the car wash. And, and then, people behind us. Yeah, and then you quickly ran into this other shop and then paid for my car wash and then came back. It's like that moment right there. Oh, saved the day. <laughs> it was just like, wow, you just, because not only that, you, you planned that whole day so well, mm. like you had already put in so much effort and time and attention to the whole day from the bushwalk to packing up, mm. saying goodbye to my other, like my aunties and that and going to the skydiving place and like us getting food and driving back home. Like you had already taken so much initiative that day. And then for you just to even run in and save the day and like pay for my car getting washed. Like now I look at it and like, oh, okay. I'm just so used to you treating me like that. But I think at that time, just having someone that really showed up for me consistently mm. and there was no expectation there. Like it was just like, yeah, of course I'll like, pay for your car wash and then not only that when we came home I loved my routine of like okay I need to unpack I need to like get my whole room set up for a busy week of work and then in that time you're like yep okay whilst you unpack and do that I'll go get go to the shops and get dinner ready and then you went and got dinner and then you came back and I heard you come back doing stuff in the kitchen however I was like in my room being like 
organizing all my stuff. Yeah. And then you came in and got me. And then you had like a candlelit dinner with pad thai. And oh, you got takeaway thai, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. And you had just set up everything so nicely. You had put all the takeaway thai in like bowls. And it was such a nice romantic evening that you had set up. Then it was like in that moment that I just realized how much you love me. You started to cry, didn't you? I did. Do you remember? <laughs> now our joke in our relationship, it's always like going to cry like the time I gave you, bought you pad thai. Yeah. <laughs> However, it was like, yeah, it was in that moment of all those little things and like big things that happened that day as well. So that's like all those things that happened throughout the day and you just treated me with so much love and appreciation and you just kept showing me how much you loved me in every single thing that you did that day. And now I'm very used to <laughs> receiving that. However, it's at that moment that it really felt like, okay, this isn't a facade that you're putting on. Not mm. that I thought that before. It was just like 100% guarantee. Like, wow, this man genuinely loves me so much. Aww. He's like, you've always made me feel so special and so important. But it was in that moment that you just did so, so much for me in that one day because also all those little things of how you appreciated me and things like that no. and I'm like wow this man genuinely loves me and is genuinely doing all of this and not expecting anything in return and it's just so wow this podcast lovely. is a smush show tonight <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite yeah favorite day so that was I think that was only like maybe that was so early in our dating mm. Do you reckon, I reckon it was like two and a bit months of us knowing, like dating each other, not in a proper relation. Like we were in a proper relationship at that moment. Yeah. However, I think it was only like maybe two months in of us from our first date. Yeah. And on that day, I'll, I'll add one more thing. We went for a bushwalk beforehand and it was pissing down with rain on the, we were skydiving like two hours later, took me for a walk before that in the bush and it was windy and it was rainy and I was shitting myself. I was so nervous about skydiving. And obviously Mia didn't know yet. So she thought I was being off. She thought something was mm, up. Yeah. And I was actually just shitting myself because I had to jump out of a plane <laughs> and you didn't know yet. And then as soon as I told you, you were so excited, but I was still nervous and shitting myself. <laughs> uh, yeah, just like skydiving excites me so much. Cause it's like, it's such an adrenaline rush and guaranteed like if I die this way, that's okay. It's a good, it's a yeah, good, it's like, it's I'm, a, I was supposed to die this way. Yeah. Like I get to see the whole world, like everything that has been created as I'm falling. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Wait, that I'm happy to die. <laughs> 15 minutes in and we're not even okay, yes. given any facts. <laughs> they get like, to know us You more. just loved me so much in those times. <laughs> okay, let's actually get into some beneficial stuff for you guys. So... We did say that we're going to go over the five things women need in a relationship that often get overlooked. So the first one is to feel safe. Women feeling safe in a relationship is something that often gets overlooked. Can you tell us why? I'd love you to talk into this, actually, as a woman in your perspective, because something I didn't realize that Mia has educated me on more, because as a man growing up, you don't even think about safety a lot of the time. When you're walking down the street, you're not looking behind you at who's walking behind you you're not checking over your shoulder you're not doing these things but as a woman it's so so different and I had no idea and I'm sure a lot a lot of men if you're listening to this you don't have the insight of what it's like being a woman walking down the street like men we don't have to think about what we're doing where we're going if we're walking alone in an alleyway at night it's like we don't have to think about anything but a lot of women do have that undercurrent of 
fear and anxiety. So talk into that. Yeah. And it's also something that I didn't, I wasn't fully aware of all the things that I would do to make sure that I was safe until I was spending so much time with you. And I felt safe that I, which meant that I wasn't doing all of these little things. Mm. And it wasn't until I felt super safe with you that I realized, oh, I've stopped doing. How much you do. Yeah, it's like how many things I did in the past and still do if I am by, by myself that I didn't even realize it was just automatic. Like, so it's like even every time I get in the car, I always check behind my seat and like check within my car and then lock my doors straight away. It's like I never drive with my doors unlocked. I'll always make sure that my doors are locked to make sure that there's no one that like hijacks in. me yeah. as I'm driving and we're in Australia it is very safe here like that's not yeah. a very common thing to happen maybe more common overseas however has like it does happen in Australia but it's very rare however it's still something that I'm super aware of and always even if it's dark at night time and I look at the back seat and no one's there I'll put my hand and just like wave underneath the seats to make sure no one is hiding behind it which is such an interesting thing because I didn't Yes, I knew that I did it. However, it was just an automatic thing that I didn't realize it was because I felt unsafe. And then it's even walking around at nighttime if I have my AirPods in or going for a run and having AirPods in or like earphones in and always not necessarily wanting to listen to music too loud because I want to be aware of my surroundings and constantly looking behind me and Mm, avoiding going into potential alleyways or potential streets where it is dark and there's not other people around me to protect me in those times. Yeah, I was totally unaware of this when, as a man going through life, I don't have to think about a lot of things. And it's amazing how many more things women think about than men in terms of safety. And yeah, you really highlighted that. So it's like, sorry to interrupt. However, it's like one of my favorite things to do is going for a beach time walk at nighttime, like a nighttime beach walk. And it's like, that's something that I really appreciate doing with you because when you walk on the beach at nighttime, it is really dark, especially around the bushes area. However, I love doing that with Charlie because now I get to enjoy that and feel safe in that time. Like there's no having to look behind my shoulder to make sure there's no like creepy person in the bushes or anything just because I just know that you've got us, like I'm safe. Yeah, and that's so important in a relationship and just a man in a relationship, like recognize the gift you're giving to your woman in that sense of you being around. Like it's so, so important to provide that for your woman to make her feel safe because there's a lot of things that she's worried about that you have no idea about. So you just being there and being that strong frame for her gives her so much mm. so that it, really made me realize stuff yeah i love that it also just allows her to not only feel safer but then be able to express herself in other ways without having to fear her mind be on something else of even if she is safe okay so then number two is feeling women need to be able to express themselves this is something important sometimes women say things to men and then men have no idea because they're so logical and they try and make sense of what the woman's saying but sometimes the woman doesn't make sense she's just trying to express her emotions the things that are going on for her and then the man thinks something's wrong i need to fix this i need to figure this out i need to work out this puzzle in order to make her feel okay and then it leaves the man feeling confused and leaves the woman feeling misunderstood and unheard and it happens so often within a relationship it's like sometimes they just need 
you to hold space for them to express themselves, you to encourage them to open up, even if it doesn't make sense. Stop trying to be logical about every single thing that comes out of your girlfriend's mouth <laughs> and actually just listen to her and make her feel heard. 100%. Even if it doesn't make sense. Yeah, I don't even have anything more to add into that. So I feel like you covered that, that really well. Yeah, you've covered that really well. Amazing. And then number three is recognition. You talking to recognition. <laughs> recognition is such a thing of just being seen and it's pretty much just acknowledgement of what your girlfriend or what your partner is doing for you. It generally is the little things of you, you noticing that I put the dishes away or that I hung up your shirt that you left on the couch. And it's just you going up to your partner and saying, hey, like, oh, thanks for doing this. I appreciate that. Because that small acknowledgement is showing that you appreciate her and that you recognize her for everything that she's doing. It's all the little things. It's all the big things. It's like all of those add up over time and it's like if you don't recognize he's and give her recognition in those times that she's doing all these small things or how emotionally aware she is how connected she is with how friendly she is with other people and how connected she is with you after so many days and times of not recognizing that she will feel unseen and unvalued which then will catapult into resentment and the end of the relationship if we do go down that path yeah men are so unaware of a lot of stuff that women do and in terms of recognition a lot of men think let's play a scenario where the woman stays at home looks after her child and looks after the house and then the man goes off to work for eight hours a day the man can go off to work, work really hard, stressed out environment, eight hours outside the house, away from the children, away from the child, away from his girlfriend, and come home and think, I'm the one that's done the work and she's the one who's just stayed home all day. She's got to stay home all day while I had to go out to work. Where it's like, you don't recognize all the little things that that woman would have to do throughout the day, the hundreds of little jobs, all the things she's have to think about, being consumed by that child all day. A lot of men don't recognize that. And if the woman doesn't feel recognized, then she's gonna build up resentment towards him. She's gonna be angry. She's not gonna be peaceful when you get home. She's not gonna feel lovey. She's not gonna be that soft feminine that you want, that girlfriend that you want. So it's so important for you to recognize all the little things they do throughout the day, even if it's not, because everyone has different values, right? The guy will value hard work, bringing in the money, going out and working, while the woman values raising a family, keeping the household together, nurturing everyone. And sometimes men can't see the power in women and women can't see the power in men. So it's so important for the woman to actually be recognized for those little things. Yeah, 100%. You said that really well. Thank you. You're welcome. That's really nice of you. Oh, we're getting <laughs> along. Me and I had an argument before this podcast, and then we jumped on to do a podcast. Yeah. And so she's <laughs> like, no, don't. It's like I you love you, I don't like you. <laughs> the that's such a thing. I love you, but I don't like you. I feel like that's such a thing within a relationship, though. It's like no matter what, I love you through everything, and there's it's okay for moments when I just don't like you. <laughs> yeah, like your partner's allowed to piss you off. You're allowed to feel pissed off at your partner. Mm-hmm but know there's that love underneath it yeah. that's holding you both so tightly and the thing is like i could be annoyed at you for a certain situation yeah like i still feel so connected to you now and we can have a conversation about it like about other yeah. things as well just knowing that it's like yeah i am annoyed about you <laughs> about you okay then moving on to number four which is presence so 
what women need in a relationship that often gets overlooked is also presence. Presence. Yeah, men are often in their own head. They're always... I feel like men, especially when they get to their mid-20s or their late-20s, even into their 30s, there's this massive drive that comes from inside. I was talking to a client yesterday about it. Like early 20s is play, late 20s is build. And men go through this transition period in their mid-20s where they just want to build. They want to create something. They have this innate desire to build and provide. So they work really hard, right? They want to work hard. They want to build something. They want to create something. They've got so much energy inside them that needs to go towards something. And when they don't know what that thing is, often it leaks out into poor behaviors, distracting behaviors, porn, alcohol, gambling, all this stuff, right? Gaming, smoking, (laughs) there's so many things. And a lot of time men can be chasing their tail so much because they always feel like they need to be further ahead. They always feel like they're not enough. They need to do more, 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 just constantly chasing. And in that time, they can stop being present with their girlfriend because a lot of time they do that stuff to provide for their woman, to Mm. provide for their family. And in the meantime, while doing that, the woman might not feel recognized and, they, and she doesn't feel present with you. So it's important to get out of your head and into your body when you're actually with your woman to give her presence. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. And there's different love languages. Like men really want to provide. A lot of men want to do acts of service. They want to do gifts. But sometimes women just need quality time, physical touch, mm. and that emotional presence, right? Yeah, 100%. That was really good. Your like your description of these was great. No, thank you. Ah, <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Right, the last one is vulnerability. Why is it important for men to be vulnerable? I thought you were on a roll. You're doing really well. So, uh, what I would say for this one is, so being vulnerable is like naturally. I believe women want to express themselves. They want to share their emotions. However, if it's only a one-way street, it feels like I could be or your girlfriend's partner could be giving you so much of vulnerability however if that's not reciprocate reciprocated it they're not going to naturally want to keep sharing information mm. sharing how they feel with you and the more it's like we love you so much we're in a relationship because we care about you because we love you we want you to be able to be vulnerable with us knowing that we can hold you through that knowing that we're here to support you that we're wanting to support you and naturally this is such a way that women also show that they love you and that they're here for you mm. and by you being vulnerable to us it shows that you care for us as well that you trust us to be able to hold you in these moments And it'd be great for women to recognize emotional intelligence and emotional awareness generally doesn't come as easy to men. Hmm. Women are generally more in their emotions and they've got that sensitivity around the emotions, which is such a superpower. And sometimes when women want to connect with men on an emotional level, men haven't learned how to do that. They haven't grown up doing that. Their father may be was super emotionally unavailable. They didn't really talk about their feelings. They just talked about the surface level things, never talking about their feelings. Whereas a lot of women growing up, they do more so talk about their feelings and what's going on for them. So recognize that if your man can't connect, if your man doesn't connect with you on an emotional level, instead of getting mad at him and angry at him, recognize that maybe he just hasn't ever learned how to do that. So teach him slowly how to open up, how was your day, what's going on on your mind, how did that make you feel? Just really open him up and really help him get in touch with his emotions. Because a lot of time men are so in their own head, right? 
So when you can practice going back into your emotions and getting into your feelings, then that's gonna make such a big difference in the relationship. And that's why it's so important to have a vulnerable partner so they can actually fully open up to you to let you in, right? Mm, you wanna yeah. be emotionally connected, but sometimes the other partner doesn't let you in. It feels cold and you can't really build that depth of connection. Yeah, that was great. So be vulnerable, so be safe, express yourself, feel recognized, be present and vulnerability. Love very it. good, very good. Very good, very good. Very good, very good. Oh, sorry. Okay, <laughs> I'll give you this one to you. So this is, now we're going to move into our next section. Someone sent in a question going over how to actually ask for the small things in your relationship. Oh, the little things. The little things. So I'm really good at the deep conversations. That's my forte and I love doing the deep work and it comes so naturally to me to dig deeper. So I can verbalize my serious deal breakers easily and ask for where they stand on it. But I really suck in asking for the small things. For instance, I really want to talk on the phone every day with people I'm dating, asking them things like, I want to get my flowers. I want you to get me flowers without sweating or coming across needy. I also struggle a lot with balance of extending empathy for not bringing my needs up. For example, I had been seeing this one person for two-ish months and let him know I would love to chat every day on the phone, even if it's for a few minutes every single day. I was so nervous trying to ask for this thing. I got all clammed up. He tried to keep up for a day or two, then he was busy for the next three days, and my response is, no worries, totally understand. And while I'm understanding and accommodating, I don't wanna be. Then I had to have a serious conversation on why this is important to talk every day. I fully recognized that this guy just wasn't willing to put in the work, and I eventually dumped him but I'm doing some deeper work in therapy now and trying to dig into why I have a hard time asking for the small things. How do I balance um, being accommodating but asking for what I want? Mm. What do you think, Mia Cherry? I think there's a couple of things that are to ask specific, like go into specifically what she's asking. There's a big thing of where it's not your lack of empathy in the, those moments because she stated how... Oh, she's communicated her needs and then she was like yep I, I understand that you didn't want to do that or you're too busy however it's not a lack of empathy it's underlining that your needs aren't being met and that that situation like you're disregarding your own needs and he's disregarding your own needs so that at some level there's a disrespect there that is then creating resentment and that's probably what then led to your relationship breakup that's what I see happening there and then in the actual how to ask for the small things things you're great at talking about the big things but the small things are also just as important and the small things can catapult into turning into big things if they're consistently not met not communicated not expressed so it's like it's in those times when if you do have needs that you are wanting to communicate about like the small things where it is opening your door or giving you flowers, you just need to realize that that is a value that you hold high and a need that you value that is high. And then look at it from their perspective, like what is a need and a value that they have about the relationship and the more interconnections that you can make of by you doing this for me, it fuels your need and your expectation of the relationship does that make sense yeah there's of such a balance between having your standards high and asking for what you want in every single part 
and also being accommodating for what's going on for the other person is something is this something they might need some practice to get around to mm. doing <laughs> like there's one thing where i leave the toilet seat open and mia tells me hey put the toilet seat down and i genuinely want to do that but sometimes it's out of my awareness and it's just an automatic habit and i just walk away mm. so there's some things where you ask for what you want and don't be so high strung of it needing to happen every time. Ideally it does, but at the same time, can you be accommodating and teach the other person, have patience? And it's such a thing in relationships where you just teach the other person how to love you. And then you slowly get to that point and over time it comes much more better, like much better. Mm. The way that I was trying to explain it is, it's like me getting my needs met it also gets your needs met as well. Mm. It's like have that benefit of if you're going to call me every day on the phone because I really value that. It's like, okay, on that phone call, make sure like what would he like, what would he love in those moments? Maybe to connect with his girlfriend that's so happy and funny and playful. Mm. Like maybe having that recognition in that time. What is it called? Like a pattern? The habit? Yeah, it's just like, it's rewarding the behavior. Does oh, that right. make sense? Yeah. Humans, like, yeah, humans repeat the patterns they get rewarded for and they stop the patterns they get yeah. punished for. It's like, imagine you coming home and giving me flowers and I'm like, oh, thank you so much. Oh, you think about me so much. You honestly are the best boyfriend ever. You're so amazing. Oh, mm. Like these flowers are so beautiful. I'm so grateful. God, you treat me so well. Like that would make you feel great. That would make you want to go, like the next time you see flowers, it will remind you of that time of like oh like that it's made a me strong yeah, emotional anchor. that made you feel so great when you bought me flowers last time mm. and, and that would encourage you to do it again yeah yeah it's rewarding the behavior so it's doing things like that to reward the behavior so then they would naturally want to keep doing it there's so many intricacies in communication it's like how you communicate your needs sometimes it's how you say it not what you say mm. sometimes it's a lot of people blame their partner in their tone. And um, I'll try to think of an example. When you want your partner to be more present, but he's on his phone, instead of saying, you're always on your phone, say, can you, when we eat dinner together, can you please be off your phone? I'd love to be present together. So there's such a difference between blaming the other person than asking for what you want. Instead of highlighting what they're not doing, highlight what you want. And then when they do it, reward them. It's like training a dog. Do you know when you tell them to sit down and they sit down and you give them a big reward, like give them a biscuit, give them like cuddles. Yeah. It's the same as with a boyfriend or same with a girlfriend. It's like reward the behavior they do well. Yeah. And it's in the most healthy way possible. Yeah. It's not like, like I am definitely not someone that advocates for all those like mind games that you see on social media of like do this to make your partner fall in love with you more and yeah and any of that like narcissistic behavior or things like that however this is i believe not that it's rewarding the behavior because it's like if you want them to keep doing it it's like you feel that way it's like if you give me flowers and i express myself in that way i do feel all those ways i do believe you're such an amazing partner and that you must mm. love me so much and that these flowers are beautiful and oh, thank you so much. It's genuinely just expressing my gratitude towards him. And that make, I know that makes you feel great. It mm. makes me feel great because I have flowers and they're so beautiful. Um, yeah. And it's really important to actually express yourself. Something I've noticed I'm not the best at and I'm working on is when things are going well, 
I can often look at the things that aren't going well and really focus on them and want to be better in them. Like I'm always looking at how can this be better? So when something good happens between us or in the relationship or in our business, I'm always looking at what, what we can improve, what can do better. Rather than Mia wants that recognition, she wants to feel celebrated, she wants to feel loved in this. And then I just focus on the bad. So really making a conscious effort to fully express myself, fully recognize the good in stuff yeah. rather than just focusing on the bad. So there's so many little things to pick up on. Yeah, and in that particular example itself, it's like both of us are so driven of always improving ourselves, improving our business, improving our relationship, that it's, that is such a positive thing. However, if we're not recognizing when we are doing a great job, to actually go into the depth of how great it is as mm. well. Like we go into the depth of how to improve something, like what things or strategies aren't working within the business or the systems that we have set up within our relationship. It, that it's like, if you go into the depth there, why not also go into the depth of how great certain things are going as well? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Nice. Amazing. Mia Cherry, what are you excited about this week? What's happening? Do you know what? I've actually, I haven't eaten anything yet today. So all I've been thinking about oh, is... Breakfast. Not even breakfast. I was like a sandwich. We're going on a road trip. Ooh, and what I have this, <laughs> I have this. So this is a bit off the topic, but a year ago we found out that I was pregnant. And then in that time, like in the first three months of. The first trimester. The tr first trimester. I loved sandwiches so much. Like ham, ham God, you're obsessed. sandwiches like on the road trip to the Sunshine Coast and we're driving to the Sunshine Coast today. And all I've thought about, I was like, oh my God, we could go and make oh, sandwiches. Imagine we get loads of sandwiches. Yeah. So that's what I'm really <laughs> excited for right now <laughs> is to go buy like bread and ham. Mm. And we already have our sauce and like our favorite aioli in the fridge. Oh, I got aioli too. I know. Maybe. So I was just like, oh, I'm really excited to eat like five sometimes, ham oh, sandwiches There's just nothing today. better than sandwiches sometimes. <laughs> yeah. And we'll stop at the same servo and get the same sandwich. Yeah. It's like last time, I'm pretty sure on the way to the Sunshine Coast, I ate like three or four sandwiches Sandwiches on the two hour drive. I was just so hungry in that time. Yeah. And you threw it out there that, yeah, you were pregnant last year. And unfortunately we had a miscarriage and we'll probably do a podcast episode on that, talking yeah. more into the details. But obviously different cravings come up and the different food you want. <laughs> she just turned into a ham sandwich monster like I, I will, four of them after each other i will not forget that like i we went to the shops we bought all the ingredients and then charlie started putting like making the sandwiches in the car and then as he was making ours and his he like finished one gave me the first one obviously because you're a gentleman and then as you were making yours i was almost finished mine. like oh can you make me another one as we're driving and you're like yep sure and then you. as i ate that I waited half an hour. I'm like, oh, can you please make me another one before you like have a nap? He's like, you just ate one. I'm like, no, wait, it was half an hour ago. I knew that <laughs> as soon as I finished the other one, I was still so hungry. But I was like, I can't eat like three right after each other. So then I was like, I'll wait half an hour and it hit half an hour on the dot. I'm like, can you make me another one? <laughs> so you're excited for more ham sandwiches? Yeah, I'm excited to eat ham sandwiches today. What am I excited for? I have my first speaking gig yeah. next week. Um, yeah, so I'm excited for that. While this podcast come out, I've already done it. So I don't know, yeah. it's just the comfort zone thing. When I started making content online, I felt this same discomfort of fear and like, what if it goes wrong? And then I stepped into that and it worked out great. So first speaking gig at an event next week, all around content creation mm -mm. and relationship stuff. So 
yeah, I'm really excited for that. I think it'll go great. I think I need to practice my talk more. Yeah, I know you're going to do really well. So I'm excited to see you on stage. No, you can practice that in the car. Yeah, I'll go with my thing. Amazing. That's everything. Yeah, that's everything. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for listening. If you do have any questions, please do send them through. We are wanting to do a QA. and a Maybe next podcast. Yeah, next podcast to do a Q&A. So we'll put up a thing on our Instagram. So make sure that you follow us there and send us any questions that you want us to answer in our next podcast. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you guys next time. Thanks, guys. I'm so excited for sandwiches. I want a porridge before I go. I want a sandwich now. Like, I don't even want to drive. I want to walk to these shops and get sandwiches stuff.